This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. In the shotgun. Carr's going to throw. Pumps. Looks end zone. Throws for the end zone. Wide open. James Young. I only play the slots because you know what they say scared money don't make money and I got scared money Rodgers to the end zone caught for the touchdown James Jones John Gruden has not coached since 2008 so what makes you believe that he is the guy to take this franchise to the next level you know and it's just Cali swag What's good, Raider Nation? You are listening to Keeping It 300, brought to you by Blue Wire. I'm Fallon Smith with my guy, James Jones. And JJ, your Packers let us down. (laughs) And now, as a Raider fan, we have the worst Super Bowl matchup ever, 49ers and Chiefs. Bro, what happened, man? Oh, man, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) You're still trying to get over it. See, we were supposed to do a podcast on Monday, but I had to give J.J. a few days to get over his Packers getting crushed by the 49ers. You know, I I keep on trying to find ways and excuses to say, man, the Packers should have did this and should have did that, did that, you know, and you can hear the tone in my voice. But I just came to the conclusion that, the 49ers are a better football team than the Green Bay Packers this season. And sometimes you just got to accept that. Yes, do we have a lot of good pieces in a lot of good situations? Superstar quarterback, superstar receiver, superstar running back, two very good superstar defensive ends, very good secondary. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to be positive about. But this season, 49ers just a better team than the Green Bay Packers. And honestly, though, I mean, not to disrespect you or anything like that. I've told you on the text I didn't get a response, so I think you were a little salty. But i rather have seen the Seahawks and the 49ers. I think that would have been a better matchup in a closer game. Well, yeah, it definitely would have been a better matchup because it's a division game. Yeah. I mean, so you, you basically playing somebody in your back backyard that you know extremely well you know what I mean and the Packers don't play the Niners all the time they're not in their division mm-hmm. it would have been a better matchup if they played the Rams true you know it might have been a better matchup if they played the Cardinals <laughs> <laughs> just because those are teams that gave the Niners a lot of problems in the games that they played in Seahawks took them down to the wire in both games uh, yeah. Cardinals took them down to the wire in both games Rams took them down two tough games. You know what I mean? So, I mean, shoot, the offense didn't even score any point. They scored one touchdown in in, uh, Los Angeles when they played the Rams, and that's because the Niners got a turnover on the two. (laughs) You know, so division games is always tougher. But that didn't happen. The Packers made it. They got there. They came out there. They got hit in the mouth. And like I said, the 49ers is a better football team than them. So it'll be a very good Super Bowl. I know it's not a Super Bowl that the the Raiders fans and Raider no. Nation wanted to see. But if I'm a Raider fan, man, I'm cheering for the Chiefs. Okay. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. That's so funny that you bring that up. Okay, so Super Bowl 54, 
going to feature the 49ers and the Chiefs. And we already mentioned it. This is seriously a nightmare scenario for Raiders fans. You know, you have your Bay Area rivals who only won four games last season. And you're watching a team that, you know, won four games just like you last season make it to the Super Bowl, have a chance to win it all. And you guys are sitting at home and on the couch about to watch the Super Bowl, right? And then you have your division rival, the Chiefs. Um, The Raiders and Chiefs have a long history. They hate each other. A lot of fans despise Tyreek Hill, yada, yada, yada. So, yes, the question is, and I'll let you go first since you already said you would rather see the Chiefs win. As a Raiders fan, who would you rather see win, the Chiefs or the 49ers? Clearly, you just said Chiefs. Go ahead. Why? I'm going with the Chiefs, and this is the reason why. We always felt when we played that even if the team that beat us in the playoffs, if you beat us, go win the dang Super Bowl. Yep, you know done. what I'm saying? Yep. That's that's just how we felt. So, yeah, I know it's, we lost in the NFC semifinals, lost in the championship. Go win the Super Bowl if you're going to put us out. Go win it. That's the that's the team that you're rooting for. Like, man, go get this thing done. I don't care if it's the Bears. I don't care if it's the Vikes. Go get this thing done if you beat us. Yep. And then on another side note, you're in our division. Exactly. So so go get this thing done and we can say, man, our division is one of the toughest divisions in football. Yep. Our The team in our division won the dang Super Bowl yep. last year. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and it's not like the Chiefs are going away. So Raiders, you got to accept it and say that, okay, we're going to have to play the Super Bowl champions two times next year. But I'm going, I'm going for the Chiefs. I, if I'm a Raiders fan, I would want to see the Chiefs win because you already know. If the Niners win another one, you never gonna hear the end of it. Right? <laughs> not from so, our family, not from our friends, not from at I least mean, at least Chief fans is far, 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 far away. You exactly. ain't even gotta you know worry about them. But Raiders fans being in the Bay Area, they walking around right in your face with Super Bowl championship hats and T-shirts no, and no. bragging rights and all that. I'd rather see the Chiefs. Well, based on what I've seen online and on Twitter, Raider Nation is not gonna agree with us. And no. that's fine because everybody's entitled to their own opinion. For some reason, everyone said, you're crazy if you're going to cheer for the Chiefs. But I personally rather see the Chiefs win. And one yeah. of the reasons is what you said. As a Raiders fan and a team that plays in the AFC West, I'm going to root for the team in my division because it's going to make the AFC West look strong, especially yeah. heading into next year. You know, you're playing against the former Super Bowl champions, the defending Super mm-hmm. Bowl champions. You know, I want to say that I play in the toughest division in football, or at least one of the toughest divisions in football. Okay? Absolutely. Personally, I have absolutely despised the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> and their fans my entire life. <laughs> one side of my family, diehard Raiders fans. There's another side of my family diehard 49ers fans and in the 80s and 90s i was miserable in 1994 specifically i remember being 10 years old and it was the 49ers and miami dolphins in the super bowl and i'm watching the super bowl at my uncle's house who by the way is a 49ers fan and the whole time i am praying for something bad to happen so the 49ers (laughs) would lose and they go and crush the miami dolphins to win that super bowl and i have just despised i have despised the 49ers more than any other team as a Raiders fan growing up. So that's just my yeah. personal feeling. So I do not want to see the 49ers win. I do not want to see my friends happy. Sorry, friends. I do not <laughs> want to see other, you know, family members bragging about the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. My timeline yeah. on Twitter, my Facebook, oh my God, it's filled with like, we're going back to the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, I want to vomit. Yeah. Now, the last thing is, despite him being the head coach of the Chiefs, I'm a huge fan of Andy Reid. 
And yeah. I want him to finally win the big one, James. Yeah. He's gone yeah. through a lot personally, a lot professionally. Um, he's a brilliant offensive mind, and I just would like to finally see him win his first Super yeah. Bowl as a head coach. Yeah, man, I don't like bringing it down to the coaches because I like them both. I, I love, I love Cal Shanahan. Uh, man. I just, I, he's I just, I just, I, so I'm like, uh. I, I know, but I just love his swag. I mean, yeah. just yeah. how he, how he interacts with his players, man. I mean, he he's a great coach, man. So, I mean, I don't even want to bring it up to the coaches because that could go 50-50. But, like I said, Raider fans, you do not want to be walking around in the Bay Area and every last 49ers fan has a cheat, uh, has a championship hat on, shirt on, Super Bowl champions, and you got to hear them bragging 24-7. Kansas City far away, you ain't going to see no cheap stuff out there in the Bay Area, so you ain't got to worry about it. And then you come back in the next season like, and measure yourself up against the Chiefs and say, we slapped the Super Bowl champions and they in our division and we won the division this year. Yeah, so I'm um, sorry, guys, but when Super Bowl 54 rolls around in a couple weeks, I will definitely be not really cheering. I'm just hoping that the Are Chiefs you get the W. You're going to be cheering? cheering. <laughs> you cheering. For, if you want the Chiefs to win, you're going to be cheering. Uh, yeah, you may I'm, not like the type of cheers, but you, Mahomes <laughs> throw a touchdown, you smiling and clapping. Yeah, you're you right, you're right, you're right. And, <laughs> and, I, and, you know, Mahomes is ridiculously fun to watch. Um, I will say this. Actually, I wasn't going to mention this, but I want to ask you. Why is it to me that I don't feel the same way about him that I do with Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson? I feel like Deshaun and Lamar are so much more humble, if that makes sense, and it's so much easier to root for them as opposed to Patrick Mahomes. For some reason, I don't have that same feeling. Like, yeah, he's doing things I've never seen a quarterback do. He's making throws I've never seen a quarterback make. And still, I'm like, ugh, it kind of annoys me. Uh, maybe maybe that's just the Raider in you because I I, I mean I, I <laughs> think Patrick I think Patrick Mahomes is probably one of the most humblest quarterbacks in our game right now. He don't be coming out boasting and bragging and all that type stuff. He you see him in his interviews, he's humble. He gives his team all the credit and all that type stuff. I think that's just the Raider fan yeah, truly maybe. truly truly coming out you because Patrick Mahomes he, he's I mean I I don't see arrogant and cocky when I see him. I see confident. He always giving his team and his and his uh, coaches and everybody credit. So, so I'm just oh, a hater. I'm just a hater. Yeah, you're just a hater because you got that Raider Nation Maybe in your blood. It. Yeah, because really, <laughs> the only person I like on that team is seriously. I actually like Travis Kelsey. Sorry, y'all, but yeah. I, I like Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. I'm not a fan of Tyreek Hill, you know, because all the yeah. off the field stuff. Um, but I really want to see Andy Andy Reid win his first Super Bowl. So we shall see. All right, it is now time for your mailbag questions. We'll wrap up with this. We'll probably take the next what 10, 15 minutes to do it. So kind of a short and sweet, keeping it 300, sort of. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, we knew we were going to get this question, James. So Jason Carr asks, would Tom Brady be a good fit with the Raiders organization over Derek Carr? Clearly, this has grabbed Raider Nation's attention. So I knew we were going to get this question. So I'm going to set it up. Now, we all know come March, Tom Brady is a free agent. Mark Davis was in Vegas for the McGregor-Cowboy UFC fight, right? And so was Tom Brady. And there's a picture going around of the two of them chatting, so now there's all this buzz. Ooh, Tom Brady to the Raiders. Now, UFC's Dana White, the big honcho in charge, um, said Brady to the Raiders does have legs, does have some legs. So there's some 
quote unquote truth to it. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And then Brady went on a podcast or a radio show and said he's open for a fresh start somewhere else. Um, and he wasn't specifically talking about the Raiders. He was just saying uh, a new team. Yeah, sure. Fresh start. I'm up for it. But who knows? Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of opinions on this topic, but I know you do, too. So I'll let you go mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Well, my first initial reaction when I seen all this stuff going on and seeing them both at the fight and all that, I knew all this stuff was going to come up. But yeah. Did you roll your eyes? Yeah. I mean, let's think about it, Raider Nation. Who had the better year this year? Just at the quarterback position. Numbers go. I'm just saying, just when you put eyeball test out there and you watch Derek Carr and you watch Tom Brady stink it up this year. Yeah, Tom Brady did stink it up. He stunk it up this year. Yeah. Absolutely. If Derek Carr had that defense on the Raiders, the Raiders might still be playing some football right now. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? So let's not just because he's Tom Brady be sitting here looking like he just played at an ultimate Pro Bowl high all pro level. He did it. Derek Carr played better than him this year. So if you want to bring Tom Brady over there to sell some tickets, to get all the Las Vegas Raiders fans amped up, like we got Tom Brady and all this type stuff, then yeah, that might be good. But if you want to win and be competitive for the next five, six, seven years and be able to compete for some Super Bowls and to be able to fight for these divisions, then you stay with Derek Carr. But if you want to get some fans to come feel their butts in the seats and all that type stuff for one season and see some average play at quarterback, you know, then sign Tom Brady. <laughs> That's just my humble opinion on it. Yeah, well, okay, so Brady is from the Bay, right? And yeah. maybe he would want to be closer to home, so be on the West Coast, you know, in Vegas, close to his family. But here's why Brady to the Raiders does not make any sense to me. It makes zero sense, actually. And you already hit a few of the points. Um, Brady is going to be 43 years old in August, okay? The Raiders are rebuilding. You don't rebuild with a 43-year-old quarterback, okay? (laughs) If anything, he's your short-term solution, right? Like you said, if you want to get butts in the seats, you want to bring some excitement for one or two years, okay, whatever. But you still need a plan in place for the future. So, okay, he comes to Vegas for, what, one or two years? Then what happens? You got to start all over again with a new quarterback? Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody got time for that. Also, Derek Carr's 28 years old. Okay, he's entering the third year of that five-year, $125 million contract. That's what a lot of people are mad about because he's not playing to that $125 million contract. Guess what? You paid him. In my opinion, let him play this thing out. Give him a number one receiver like we've been talking about for weeks. See what happens next year. And then maybe make some moves if it doesn't work out. And that's a big if, if it doesn't work out. But you have to look at the bigger picture and the circumstances surrounding the team during his tenure Carr having four different play callers, James, in six seasons. Carr, as you mentioned, not having a top defense, not having a top 10 defense to take the pressure off the offense. In fact, he had the worst or one of the worst defenses in the league every single year for his entire freaking career. And again, the past season not having a number one receiver um, and a pretty awful receiving core just in general as a whole. Um, But personally, (laughs) this is why it doesn't make sense to me and I would vomit if I was freaking Mark Davis. What are you thinking? I remember when Brady's illustrious career took off. And he Mm. partly has the Raiders to thank for it. But we're talking 2001. Drew Bledsoe gets injured. Brady takes over. And then a dynasty is born that year. That is the same season as the tuck rule game. If they called it a fumble like they should have been called, 
the Raiders would have won. And who knows what the future would have held after that. But the Patriots end up winning that game, James, and ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. And it was the first of Brady's, what, six Super Bowl titles? So I will never forget that game. And I will be damned if I see that dude wearing silver and black. It gets like... It makes me sick to my stomach yep. even thinking about, like, having Tom Brady in a Raiders uniform. Like, that just doesn't make sense. He's like the arch nemesis. You don't yeah. sign the arch nemesis. Yeah. And then just look at this. You got, what's their car? 27? 28. 28. 28 years old. Clearly so you, you don't listen 20... to me because I said that already, but go ahead. I know. My bad. My bad. You got a 28-year-old Derek Carr, right? Yes. A 43-year-old Tom Brady. And then let's just, let's just look, okay? Derek Carr last season on the Raiders. 4,054 yards. Oh, you went and looked up the stats. You're trying to compare right now. Okay, that's what you were doing. You were listening to me, but go ahead. 21 touchdowns, 8 picks. Okay. Right? All right. QBR, 62.2. All right? Okay. I hate the QBR thing, but go ahead. Yeah, but anyways, this is Tom Brady. 4,057 yards. Okay. 24 touchdowns, 8 picks. So right. Same. So similar numbers right there, sort of. Exact same. Okay. Exact same. 53 okay. QBR. Oh, lower. Right? Is it lower? Yeah, it's lower. Okay. Derek was 62. He's 53. Okay. Right? Tom's not doing that on his Raiders football team last year, everybody. He couldn't. He barely did that on the Patriots. <laughs> You're talking about he's, with the talent on the roster, with the lack yes, of talent on the roster. Exactly. He's, okay. he's not doing what Derek Carr did with this Raiders roster. What Tom Brady is what what Tom Brady did with the Patriots. If Derek Carr and Tom Brady switched, the Patriots they, would be they, in the playoffs. For this, right now, se- for this season, the Patriots would probably be a better team. And I know everybody's probably looking like, oh, that's the goat and all that. He might be the goat, but this season he was not even close to that. Mm-mm. You know and, what and I mean? If we're it. talking year by too. year, and he knew it, he he knew he stunk up the place. Man, everybody knew it. Yeah. I mean, shoot, uh, Vrabel knew it when he said three minutes left. We we ain't kicking the field goal. We punting it to Tom Brady. <laughs> when in the world are you going to do that ever? Give the ball to – he knew Tom Brady was not playing at a high level in this offense yeah. or playing at a high level. Anybody that got the ball on the 35-yard line yeah. to kick a field goal and go up and score some points and not get a ball back to Tom Brady to be able to just get a field goal is going to do it. Yeah. This boy said, nah. No, we can't get a time right. He ain't the time of old. We just going to give him this ball back with three minutes left in the game and then pick him off. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, yes, if this was 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah, but no. Right now, it's really, really stupid. Like I said, unless you want to just – because, I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. So, wherever he sides, everybody's going to be excited. There'll be buzz, regardless. Even if he was 50 years old, there's going to be buzz. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, so some some fans are going to go buy season tickets just because it's yeah. Tom So, if that's why you're going to do it, that's why you do it. But this is that's a one- and two-year thing, and it ain't even guaranteed you're going to go to a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Stick with Derek Carr. Build around Derek Carr. Derek Carr will get you there. I love it. I think Raider Nation will enjoy this conversation we're having. Um, All right, so Saul Martinez, he wants to know, do you see Gruden switching to a mobile quarterback system like the Chiefs and the Ravens have? Well, that would mean changing your quarterback, and the short answer (laughs) is no, (laughs) because Carr will be the Raiders quarterback for at least the next, you know, 
couple years, in my opinion, you know, or, or when his contract is up, who knows. But the short answer for me is no, I don't see that. Maybe somewhere down the line, if he does fulfill his contract and then they decide to part ways and change things because it's not working. But right now, James, there's no way. What you said. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what I said. All right. I agree. Okay, so Raider Vic wants to know, can a quarterback change his mechanics during an offseason? Derek Carr had terrible footwork that led to missed throws to wide open targets and looked uncomfortable moving in the pocket. Who's his quarterback coach? Um, okay, so the last part about that, who's his quarterback coach? Raiders don't have a designated quarterback coach as far as, you know, a title goes, but that's all Greg Olson and John Gruden. Right, James? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, my question will be back to Raiders Vic. Like, you know, how long did you play quarterback to know that his footwork is messed up? How do you know that this is the footwork on certain plays? Now, I can see if you've seen, like, him getting pressure or throwaways and all that, but it's hard to know, like, you know, unless you're in the huddle or unless you're the coach. He would get happy feet at times. I will say that. I mean, but that's not footwork. Happy feet is you feel pressure coming and, you, you know, you may get the ball out early or you may, you know, whatever, throw it off your back foot trying to get the ball because you feel somebody coming. But, you know, when you just talk about footwork, I mean, <laughs> I mean, how, how do you know that? You know, so that would be my that would be my question. Because when people ask me, you know, I mean, dude, you got to run run that route and go three steps there. and three. Ste- well, that's not how we run it. We're taught to go five steps there and six steps there. So, you know, but I appreciate you, though, because that's how you guys ran it. <laughs> but this is our footwork. So, yeah. You know, so that that would be my question to him. How, how do you know? Yeah, because I think it was a little. I don't think he had terrible, terrible yeah. footwork. Did he miss some throws uh, this season? Yeah, but guess what? There were many wide open receivers. He, I would say, there were actually, or there were more times that he didn't have a wide open receiver, and less times that he actually missed a wide open one. Is my point? Yeah, he missed a couple throws, but everybody misses throws. Whose team led the league in drops this year? I don't know, but I know the Raiders were up there. Raiders had a grip of drops, didn't they? They a grip. Like probably probably a thousand yards <laughs> worth of drops. Yeah, no, you're right. No, I'm dead serious. Yeah. Probably a th- so yeah. you're talking about if they catch those balls, you're looking at a five thousand yard passer. No, yeah. And who knows how many of those would have went for touchdowns? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's so so it's just it's just crazy, man, that this dude was eighth in passing on this team, top ten in passing on this team. Yeah. You know what I mean? With and, a terrible and, receiving core. <laughs> and really not a lot of weapons around him. So. Yeah, except for a tight end. But my question to you, is there anything, though, that you do look when you watch Derek Carr's game and you're like, okay, this offseason? Because every quarterback makes tweaks in the offseason. They don't change you know, something dramatically, but they make tweaks. Is there anything yeah. that you saw in Derek Carr this year that you're like, okay, this is what he has to work on? No, I just truly believe that it's a blessing for him going in year three with the same coordinator. Okay. And... We all seen the jump from the first year to the second year. We all seen it. It was clear as day Mm -hmm. with the weapons he had around him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get more weapons around him, it's even going to be more clear in the third year. So I'm just excited to see how he's going to do in his third year. I mean, you you spoke on it. You you mentioned all the OCs and different – different offenses that he's been in. This is the third year that he, I mean, going to be the third year that he's been in this offense. And it's only fair that you give him a number one receiver. Exactly. And it's night and it's, and it's it's night and day from how he performed, you know, in year two. So, you know, in year three with the same coaches and all that, Derek Carl even have better numbers and the Raiders will have better record. All right. This is the last question that has to do with quarterbacks, but of course everybody asks about the quarterback. So from at autumn wind, 1216, if you were John Gruden, 
knowing you aren't upgrading the quarterback position, is there an offensive assistant available you would hire at least for this year that can help design concepts that can help push the ball downfield more? (laughs) That's a great question, but here's the answer. The Raiders couldn't push the ball downfield last year because, hello, we've been talking about it. They didn't have a number one receiver. I was a jet, man. Are you watching the games? I mean, seriously, this is like a no-brainer. I I love your question, but this is the reason, guys, okay? It has nothing to do with the play callers, all right? It has to do with the lack of talent you had in that receiving core on that roster. Quite frankly— they were trash, and there was a ton of turnover, you know, throughout the whole season. There was not a single reliable wideout or a guy who could help stretch the field. That guy was supposed to be Antonio Brown. Ugh, can't believe I even mentioned his name. And guess what? Instead, the Raiders got stuck plugging different guys in and out, cutting dudes. You know, there was never continuity there. The best pass catcher was, of course, their tight end, Darren Waller. Then you have Hunter Renfro, who became a reliable yeah. target, you know, and one of Carr's most trusted receivers, but he missed a few games because of injury. This is why this offseason is going to be huge for the Raiders. Huge. You get a number one receiver in the draft, hopefully C.D. Lamb. (laughs) That's our guy. We love him. Someone comparable, at least, to him, if he's not available. And then maybe you get a guy in free agency as well, right? You pair them up with Hunter Renfro and Tyrell Williams, even though I'm not a huge fan of Tyrell, but we'll see. Um, And then you got of course, one of the best tight ends in the game in Darren Waller, one of the best running backs in the game in Josh Jacobs. Woo-wee! Come on now. This offense is going to be dangerous. Take off. I'm telling you, man, take off with another speedy, big, strong receiver on the outside. And you got Renfro. You got Tyrell Williams. I don't know if um, Zay Jones is under contract. I don't know if he's a free agent after this year. But even if you had Zay Jones, I mean, that's four very talented wide receivers coming into the season. That's looking totally different from last season. But yes, that's the reason why they didn't take more shots down the field. You got to have the personnel to do that. Exactly. (laughs) Next year, I am almost certain if they do what they need to do this offseason, they're going to be able to push the ball downfield, okay? Uh, So that was from Autumn Wind. Hopefully we answered your question. All right, we'll wrap up with like a couple more and they'll be quick. Um, From my guy Chris McClain, he said, what should Raiders fans drink during the Super Bowl? Drink whatever you like. You're going to need a lot of tequila. Uh, if you're wine drinking, you're going to drink a lot of wine. Drink water. <laughs> drink water, Raiders fans. Drink water. Either, either way, it's going to be water. miserable, man. Don't don't mess your day up worse and be passed out on the ground and all that. And you wake up the next morning, toe up, and the Chiefs won. <laughs> or the, That's true. Or, That's true. Yeah, or the Niners won. Because either way, the outcome is going to be bad for you. So don't don't make it don't make it double trouble or double worse. Oh, that ain't even that don't even make sense. Double worse. But don't don't. <laughs> Yeah, but don't even, don't trouble. make it double trouble, man. Don't compound yeah, the if issue. I was if I was Raider fans, I would go out have a nice dinner with a glass of water with a little lemon in there, and, <laughs> you know, just just come <laughs> back and watch the game or whatever, and, and just chill out, man. Now, if I wasn't pregnant, I'll be taking tequila shots. Oh, okay? I ain't gonna uh, lie, okay, because I'm gonna need that to get through this you'd game. Be laid out <laughs> on the floor, man, and wake up and then want to take some more tequila. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, you know, I need to drown my sorrows yeah. in liquor. That sounds so. That sounds like an alcoholic. It's not going to be sorry. that bad if Patrick Mahomes wins. I'm telling you, you're not going to have to see all these fans out and about like well, that. Well, I am because I live in Missouri. But uh, you are. But fine. you, I mean, you, you just 15 people live in your town, so you. <laughs> yeah, in Columbia. You. Right. <laughs> Two hours from Kansas City, and, so uh, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, and while these 15 people are Kansas City Chiefs fans, so these 15 That's people fine. are real annoying. I mean, you can deal with 15 people. <laughs> You're can't, right. can't deal with 80,000 and all that. 
Yeah, you're right. All right. So um, Ace wants to know, do you think Raider Nation is happy for Greg Papa calling another Super Bowl? And that's so crazy because he is now the voice of the 49ers. And now in his, what, I think this is only his second year. Um, is it his second year, first year, second year? Second. Second year. And wow, I can't believe it's already been two years. Yeah, because he got fired when Gruden got there. Oh, right, right when Gruden got yeah, here. Yeah, so you're years. right. You're right. Oh, good job. You know more than me, and he was my freaking former colleague, co-worker. Yeah. Uh, but um, I can't speak for Raider Nation, um, but as his friend and former colleague, I'm happy for him, but I still want the 49ers to lose. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I'm absolutely happy for him, man. Papa's a great dude, man. And if anybody ever got to know him or meet him or whatever, I mean, he's an unbelievable guy. So, I mean, shoot, I'm happy for him. Like he said, I do hope they lose, but hey, I'm extremely <laughs> happy for Papa. For sure. All right. So, we're almost done here. Uh, Raider Pat, is Daniel Carlson on the hot seat? Because he should be. And that is the Raiders place kicker. Um, I told <laughs> Uh, it's funny that they asked about the kicker, but you know what's funny? I went and looked back because I knew he had a, a really rough second half of the season, and yeah, the stats showed it. He missed two PATs and seven field goals, all coming in the second half of the season. Mm. And some were like chipping field goals that he just shanked. Yeah. So there's definitely going to be a kicker competition at training camp this summer. It's not always that exciting, but it's rough, man, for NFL kickers these days. Not A lot of teams can't find a good kicker. Oh, There's man. no more Janikowski's, you know? But missing all them kicks, you better believe he on the hot seat. Can't be out yeah. there shanking them things like that, especially missing that many second like half. 30, of the, there was like some 30-yarders. 30, 30 yeah, yeah second, second half of the season. I mean, we need all the points that we can get. So I would say, yeah, probably going to be some heavy competition competition bringing another kicker and training camp making five for his job and then even with that if you do come out of there and win that job you're probably on a short leash yeah for sure no no no, for sure but man it's like raider nation was so spoiled for so many years with sebastian janikowski <laughs> i know Seabass was a monster <sighs> i miss that dude but all right last question it's actually for me but i want to know what you feel about this so bill townsend wants to know if i have baby names yet well, for those of you who don't know, I'm five and a half months pregnant um, and I'm yeah. having a baby boy and I get no say in the name because yeah. my husband, whose name is Nicodemus, um, wants his son to be Nicodemus II, not junior. He's literally going to have the Roman numerals by his name, Nicodemus II. And he's not going to have a middle name either because my husband doesn't have a middle name. So I'm a little salty about all this, James. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, and th for those who don't know, Nicodemus is from the Bible and it means ruler of the people. He was like the ruler of the Jews in the Bible. But I'm a little salty. Like, I want to call him. I said, OK, yeah. if, if, if we're going to name our son Nicodemus, I want to at least be able to call him like Nico for like a nickname. Nico, he said, mm -hmm. he said, no, his name is Nicodemus. I was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, you're not calling my son Nico. Is that fair? You're married. Tell me how this works. You have two boys. I need, I need help here. <laughs> Well, let me, let me just say this. For my first son, I don't know if everybody knows, but he's named after my best friends, Martel and Demetrius. So we all had to, we all had a little wolf pack when we were in high school that the first son that we have, either they got to be named after each other. So you got to take one part of each other's names and name them after that. So obviously Demetrius had the first son. He used my middle name, DeAndre Martel Stanley is his name, right? Yeah. 
So I had the second son. So his name is James Martell Lightning Jones. Yeah. Right. So I used a little piece of their name. So with that being said, I told my wife, all right, this was the deal with my buddies. You know, you came in on this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So first son, this is how it's going to go. D already held his end of the bargain. So I got to held up mine. And then I told her the second son, I mean, it's, it's up to you. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm, I'm not really worried about it. I mean, as long as it ain't nothing crazy, we could do this thing as a team and, and, and come up with a name but i do understand when it's your very first one i kind of agree with nick it's your very it's your very first one so you kind of especially as a boy you like shoot no nah, man this is how it's gonna be but i do agree that there should be a nickname and i think i don't think you should panic right now because i think when it's all said and done and he's he comes who doesn't have a nickname i mean i'm sure nick your husband has a nickname. No, they call, sure I, people, you know what they call him? Just Nick. That's the stupidest, boringest thing. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying. But <laughs> any and everybody I know besides Nick. <laughs> uh, everybody has a nickname. So I'm sure, like, your mom will see him, your dad will see him, and give him a little nickname and all that type stuff, man. That'll that'll carry and stick with him, you know? I'm, I'm salty. But the thing is, he did say, I don't care if we have another kid afterwards, I, I don't need to say in the name. You can name them like all your Mexican family's names. Pamela, Barunda, Rodriguez, Marie. Like, he's like, they can have 10 names if you want. But for my son, it's going to be Nicodemus Christopher II. I'm like, Lord Jesus, help me. So... There you go. Another Nick. Another Nick. You just got to accept it, man. And they boys, you just got to accept it. Man. And he said, I'm not allowed to call him Junior either. I can't call him Junior. I'm like, what? I don't know what he has against juniors. I don't, so I don't know, man. You got to ask him that. <laughs> well, no. So anyways, I'm trying to get away with Nico. So at least I feel like it's a different name. But uh, Nico, Nico. All right. That's, 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 see, that's a totally different name. What, Nico? Yeah, but it's N-I-C-O. N-I-C-O is know, how he spells just, name. I'm just saying, that sounds like he has two names. So that's probably why. Maybe if you come up with another one that's kind of similar or something, man, then, you know. Try to come up with a nickname with Nicodemus. Please, please try. Well, I'll come up with something short for that. Let me put my brain at it and then I'll come up with something short. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Bill, for your question. But too bad my answer sucks because it's not like any cool name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my husband. Nicodemus is a great name. It's from the Bible. How dare me disrespect it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Keeping It 300. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, if you haven't done so already, please rate us and write a review. It only takes two seconds of your time. We would really, really appreciate it. Till next time, for James, I'm Fallon. We out. Peace.